Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. It's Monday, November 16th, and I'm Blair Kirkwell. College basketball is today's topic. We're nine days away from the scheduled start of the season, and how that season may be impacted by COVID-19 is on everyone's mind. Did you see the tweet from Rick Pitino on Saturday? He suggested a May madness, implying a delay to the regular season and then just playing conference games only. I think we're going to tip off the season on time, but who knows what happens after that. Basketball coaches Bill Self of Kansas, Kansas State's Bruce Weber, and Missouri's Conzo Martin all addressed the topic in Zoom meetings with reporters last week, and we hear from them on today's show. The coaches also cover other topics with their teams, but the pandemic and all the what-if questions dominate the conversation. So let's get started. First, you'll hear from Bill Self, and then after a break, Bruce Weber and Conzo Martin weigh in. You know, one of the things that we have in uh, our, 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 you know, we got in ball screen defense, we got in all those things, but we're just half assed a lot of different things right now because we haven't gone at the rate that we normally go where we kind of move on after we kind of conquer something. Now we put a ton of things in and conquer nothing and, and, and hope like heck in the next two weeks we can we can really improve and start becoming a team. Because right now, I mean, we, we, we got a lot of things in and we do everything average. Uh, so that, that would be the biggest thing I'm looking forward, forward to seeing the next two weeks because you know, the, the hard part is in getting everything in and we don't have everything. We got most everything. And now just toning in and, and improving on everything that we have in. Uh, uh, so that, that, that'll be, that'll be our, you know, points of emphasis moving forward. You, you end up following that path that, that Dooley gave you basically to just get as much in as you can. Is, did you end up doing that? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know that I've, I, I've, I've changed everything because of a, the, the rules and the contact tracing rules and everything like that without going into a lot of details, but our teaching days have been teaching days. So we may spend three hours getting in 10 different things. And then our go hard days are our teaching days. So, so if that makes sense. So I, I've, uh, uh, I've, uh, you know, when you don't have a lot of bodies out there and there's not a lot of t- opportunities to rest, you, you pretty much cap your practice time at a couple hours, at least with us so far. So m- my semi-off days have been totally teaching days. And so I don't think that we've gone as hard as many days as we've gone in the past. I think we've gone harder on the days that we have gone hard. Uh, uh, than maybe in the past. So it's, it's a little bit different, but the, the biggest reason we've done it that way is strictly for uh, uh, because of the COVID situation and what could potentially be out there for everybody. Bill, the draft is finally next week. What, what do you see Udoka and Devon looking like as, as NBA players? Kind of what do you think their roles will be? Oh, I don't know about the roles. I mean, that would be up to the next staff. I, you know, I, I mean, with, the, with being very realistic, if, if they could both be backups, that would be an unbelievable role for both of them uh, going into a rookie campaign. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be drafting either one of them and thinking, well, he's an immediate starter. Uh, so, so they're going to have to learn to play with others and, and, and make others better and, and blending in and those sorts of things and still yet putting their handprint on everything. Uh, I'm actually excited because 
I think the, 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 the combine, even though it wasn't a performance-based combine, I think the testing has to have teams excited about both of them at least a little bit more than they were before. I mean, to, to you know, we've been telling everybody forever that Dokes is bigger, is, is as athletic as anybody we've had here, period. And I don't think people ever bought into it. But when you when you see seven seven and a quarter and the thirty six a thirty seven inch standing vertical, the highest ever recorded by a by a center at the combine, uh, I think that right there kind of opens eyes. I, I think if if uh, if he could prove and show, and you know, we've done we've done a few things for him to show how he can switch a five one or a five two ball screen, late clock things like that. I think that that could really, really help him. Uh, and and Dodd, I think he, he he recorded the what was it the second fastest thirty yard shuttle run, something like that, ever in the history of the combine. Uh, one one hundredth of a second behind, I believe, Donovan uh, Mitchell, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, that's got to tell people that he's got a gear that most guys can't get to. And so, I I, I think that that will help them. I don't think that gets them drafted necessarily uh, 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 a lot higher, but I do think it makes them more attractive if they're picking, if they got it down to one or two guys, then, then uh, they may go with that athletic ability. So I, I'm excited for both of them. I think they both helped themselves during this COVID time. Thanks. Bill, any separation on the perimeter with individual players? Yeah, I, 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 I would say there has been a little bit not like I would hope. Uh, Marcus has separated himself, you know, and you guys know that. Uh, David separated himself. Uh, Ochai and CB have been our next best performers without question. I don't think they've separated themselves like they potentially can. Uh, but but the, the, the question is going to be, Bryce and, and Jalen and Tyon and, and, and uh, Tristan, you know, who's going to kind of emerge out of that, you know, two out of those four, whatever, to play a lion's share of the minutes. I think it'll switch throughout the, the year. Uh, but early on, you know, I, I don't think there's been enough separation to really say who's ahead right now. I, I think you can make a case that Bryce has been the best. You can make a case Jalen's been the best. You can make a case where Tristan's had his moments where he was the best. And you can make a case for Tyon. Like yesterday, he got on a roll that we haven't had anybody get on a roll here maybe in years. In, in, in practice uh, yesterday, but you could also say that he's also been the polar opposite of that at times too. So, so I think I think these next two weeks will 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 definitely determine a lot in that way. It's not really fair to compare Tristan to Tyon because Tristan has an idea of knowing what we're doing, where Tyon didn't have the summer, so he's behind a little bit. So I, th- I think as I think as we spend a couple more weeks and get a little bit more comfortable, I think we'll be better apt to tell kind of who's in a position to probably help us most the first couple of weeks of the season. What did Tyon do that was great? What is, excuse me? What did Tyon do yesterday that was great? Oh, he just, he just scored the ball. You know, he just scored the ball. You know, uh, makes hard shots, uh, uh, gets real baskets. You know, did did some things that that uh, uh, you know, without going into too much detail. But we we haven't had somebody that could go get their own uh, uh, like he can when he's good in a long time. Uh, we've had 
we've also had guys that could go get their own better than Tyon can if Tyon's not good. So we just got to figure out good Tyon and, and certainly get him to be more consistent. When you talk about David with his separation, what, what does that do to Mitch? And, and how do you kind of envision those two playing their roles this season? I don't, I, I don't think it affects Mitch one iota. I don't think the fact that, that David's playing great uh, 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 is going to affect Mitch a lot when he's playing great. I don't think it affects Mitch much when he's not playing great. I think that that we need those guys to give us at least a combined, you know, 37 to 43 minutes, just depending on certain situations. And and however it breaks down, they're going to get their respective minutes regardless. Uh, uh, you know, if we play if we play real smart, maybe I say 35 to 43. If we play small. You know, neither one could be in there, but 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 the bottom line is one of those guys need to be in there to, you know, anchor it. And uh, if Mitch is playing great, I don't know that that affects his minutes a lot. That's one good thing about those two going into it. They know they're going to split 40 minutes for the most part. So so if, if that's true, then then I, I don't think that there's going to be pressure with a guy saying, I need to play well to stay in. No, we're going to sub you four or five minutes, regardless if you're playing well or not, and give the other one a chance to play. So, uh, you know, I, I think David has separated himself as far as the quality of play, uh, maybe from anybody in the gym. I think David's been our best performer uh, uh, up to this point, more so than anybody in our gym. So uh, that's, not, that's not putting anybody down. That's just saying I think he's doing really well right now. What's his biggest growth? What do you, what do you, what makes you say that about David? Where's he grown the most? Scoring. Yeah. He can score the ball. Yeah. He's scoring the ball for us. Bill, are you worried about the spike in COVID numbers? They're going off the charts lately. And yesterday, one of Biden's advisors said he could anticipate a four to week, four to six week national shutdown. Do you follow the reports and are you getting worried for basketball? Well, I, I don't follow them as close as some do, uh, but I, you know, if, if you ask me if I watched the news outlets in the last week, believe it or not, I have been in tune with that a little bit. So, uh, and, and I, I do know that the, the spikes are at an all-time high uh, with a chance to continue to go up. And, uh, you know, I, I am concerned. I, I'm concerned a lot. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it reported that OU was shut down? Uh, was it two days ago or something like that? I see Seton Hall was shut down, and I don't think it's going to be unusual for anybody to get shut down based on this. It may be it may be the team that only gets shut down once as opposed to twice for a year. But the thing that is so uh, nerve-wracking for a coach and, and for his team, but if a team gets shut down, you know, you may miss out on those four games. Or you may play those four games against with, with, with not your full roster. And when you come back, you're not going to be worth the flip because you haven't practiced for two weeks. Uh, I mean, a shutdown is going to mean a team that's playing a tough schedule go 0-6. I mean, I mean, that's just, that's just the reality of it. So uh, that 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 makes that makes it hard. That makes it hard. And so certainly, uh, 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 we need to be disciplined and do everything we can to give us the best chance to to play just like everybody else does. But there's so many things out there that, 
you know, is beyond control. You can, you can put a guys in a bubble. I mean, we have a, we have as good a bubble situation as anybody in the country with McCarthy Hall. We, we you know, we, we bring our student athletes their food. They don't even go out to get their food. Uh, uh, you know, we have to, we, we, we set, you know, six feet apart in the locker room. We have to wear a mask in the locker room. All I mean, it, 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 it's, it's stuff that our players have bought into, but that doesn't mean that guys can't have contact with somebody that's been exposed at any point in time, nor coaches or anybody else. So I, I think the thing about all we can do is try to do what we can do to remain as safe as possible. But knowing that even if we do that, that's still not a guarantee for anything. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. You just heard from KU's Bill Self. Now, here's Bruce Weber of Kansas State, followed by Missouri's Conzo Martin. Weber speaks about the Wildcats' latest assigned player, Logan Landers, and how recruiting was impacted by the pandemic, and later he gets into the challenges of scheduling. Martin also covers scheduling and how games could be impacted in bunches, not just one game being affected by COVID-19, but a week or two weeks' worth of games. So here we go. Just with the the way that uh, kind of cases, COVID cases are rising right now in the country. Um, just how, how tenuous does it feel like the, the basketball season is right now? Well, I'll be honest. I'm worried every, you know, you turn on TV and last night, what four SEC football games canceled um, and then a big 10 game canceled. And uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's scary. And I, uh, you know, I'm, I, I don't, I almost don't even want to bring it up to our players because it's been stressful on them. Obviously they, you know, we've talked about winning the weight, uh, you know, and during this whole thing and getting to the season, we're so close. Um, I, I hope we can find a way to have a season for them um, and still keep everyone safe. Um, you know, but it's, it's, you know, there, there's, there's some worries. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, but uh, you know, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. I I hope, you know, again, you know, I just hope and pray people wear masks. People are respective of it. They respect the the virus. Obviously, it's uh, you know took a turn for the worse here the last the last week or so. Um, our county has actually done a pretty good job. Um, our numbers are not as high as the rest of the state, but obviously the state of Kansas is is, is at a high, pretty high rate right now. And uh, I hope we can get things under control and get to a season. I, I don't know. It's not going to be a perfect season by any means. Um you know, and, and I think we all got to anticipate cancellations, uh, changes, uh, and just make the best of it and try to get in as many games as possible. Can I ask, too, just who, who has impressed you the most so far through the practices you guys have had? 
I think Mike McGurl's been the most consistent. Uh, you know, there's no doubt. He's made a big commitment. I think he's taken a big jump. I've said it before. Uh, his physical part of it, his body's much more ready, um, athletic, stronger. He's doing what a fourth-year guy should be doing now. You know, I've told Mike, he's got to do it on the court, you know, in, in a game, in a live situation. Uh, and do it consistent. And, 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 you know, so I did a couple national interviews this morning and, uh, you know, how's your team going to be? I, I have no idea, to be honest. We, you know, we have no exhibition games, no scrimmages, you know, a lot, you know, lately it's been a lot of four on four. So I, I don't know. I, I like what our guys have done. I like how hard they've worked. I like, you know, what Mike has done on a daily basis. And, you know, he, he's done a good job. I, I Our big guys have, have been pretty impressive. Uh, we've thrown the ball inside. We feel good about it. I think even our guards are getting more and more confidence and looking for them. Both Casey and Davion can score um, inside their physical presence that we haven't had in a while. Uh, we've had to go back to our playbook to find some plays to get it inside. Uh, you know, true post-up type actions. Uh, so we feel good about them. And then, you know, I, I think the, you know, the other guards, uh, you know, Dave Juan, Nigel Pack. Nigel, Nigel's been pretty good. He can really shoot the basketball. Uh, Dave Juan, you know, continues, you know, just, you know, he just plays so hard, loves to play, slash into the hoop putbacks and he's in he's uh improved his shooting so uh you know and then antonio's finally getting back going uh him and monty have you know kind of been in and out with some little different things uh but we need those guys to be consistent bruce i noticed that south dakota state had dropped out of the little apple classic what's kind of the what how are you guys moving forward with that event without them Well, you know, we are trying to scramble to get another team. I'll be honest, I was hoping uh, we had something. uh, We think we're close to having another team join the tournament. Uh, I was hoping today not only to announce uh, Logan signing and talk about him, but also to to announce some schedule changes. But we haven't got uh, contract signed yet. Um, You know, but we hope we have another team and – we would keep the same format, play Wednesday, Friday. Um, I talked to Coach uh, Boyle last night, and I think both of us agree we still, you know, we're going to have to expect the unexpected and, um, you know, just kind of make do. If if we only have three teams, just play each, everyone, play around Robin, uh, just so you get games in. I think that's all we, that's the goal, and, you know, to get a couple games in and, uh, to start the season, and, and I know the players are are excited. It's it's even though it's only two weeks away, uh, it's it's been a long time coming, and they want to get on the court. And you know, hopefully, we'll be able to do that on that Wednesday, the twenty fifth. And you mentioned Logan in there. What makes him such a such a good re- recruit for you guys? Well, I think it's you know we it, obviously it's hard to recruit right now. Uh, you know, if you you know, just we didn't know we didn't get to finish last season and then you didn't get to recruit. So, you you know, you may do. We've talked about it before on some of these uh, Zoom uh, press conferences that, you know, the coach, our coaches have done a good job of, you know, our coaches have, have done a good job of, of getting our faces out there, getting our voices out there. 
Uh, Logan was one of the first guys we did our original Zooms with. Uh, a young man we kind of found, I don't want to say by accident, but just by word of mouth. Uh, he was uh, somebody that I think was thought he was going to be a, a baseball pitcher, you know, was really involved in summer baseball and, you know, travel teams and things like that. And, uh, you know, continued to grow, played at a smaller academy uh, for his first uh three years and you know and the AU guy and Tony and up at Phenom Academy in Milwaukee who's uh, one of the better AU programs called Coach Lowry early in the in the spring and said I think I have a guy that you guys might like and so we got involved with him and continue to recruit him his recruiting picked up uh, and we just kind of hung in there and he at the end he just said you guys, you know, I've always had a great relationship with your coaches. You guys have stuck with me and uh, just excited to have him. Very, very skilled. Uh, as a, He can shoot the three, he can pass, uh, you know, can do a lot of things. Uh, big body. Uh, and, and you know, we're excited to have him. He just got a, a great attitude, fun-loving you know, young man that uh, you enjoy talking to and you know, a lot of times you get on with recruits. Now they just text or, you know, get you know they do all the other stuff. They're not. They don't want to have phone conversations. But Logan, you can get on the phone and talk to him 15, 20 minutes. Uh, you know, just a just a good young man that uh, I think has a bright future ahead of him. I mean, it's real. I mean, uh, the COVID is real. Um, you just have to take the necessary precautions, whatever those are, every day. And just you, you are, uh, and I don't know necessarily you hope for the best. I mean, because again, it is what it is. And you, you, you practice, you prepare. And it's one thing to tell your guys to stay out of harm's way. Well, if, if I'm dating somebody and they're coming from out of town and I'm dating them, uh, we're in a relationship. My family come from out of town to come see me play. I mean, everybody's not wearing that mask amongst family. Everybody's not getting tested every hour. So, so those are the things that, 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 that take place. Um, and you have to be careful. As long as our guys are doing the right things, that's it. I mean, I just, I'm hopeful that we can have a season. Uh, and, and our goal is to try to take one game at a time. Uh, the NCAA allows us, we have to get at least 13 games uh, to be NCAA tournament eligible. Uh, and right now we're scheduled to play 27. So, I mean, again, we'll take it one day at a time. I just think that the difference, I think, in football and basketball, if we drop one, we're probably going to drop two or three games possibly four, um, because of the way we play our games. Uh, and that's uh, that's tough. Then you're talking about the time you're out, where you still have to have reps amongst the team to get prepared for the next time you get back on the floor. So, yeah, we'll see. Ben? Conzo, um, how do you feel like the, the different non-conference schedule, um, it's obviously not the same as it usually is. How, how is that going to affect the way the season flows? How will it affect your team, you think? I, I think it's simply basketball. I think that's the great part about it. I think more than anything, our guys are probably ready to play. I would imagine guys all around the country are ready to play because of the, the pause in the previous season. And now you're talking about from March 13, 14, 15, up until now, we hadn't played games. Because normally this time of year, we're playing games. And, and though we weren't here in June and July, it, it just feel like our guys are ready to go now. It's time to play basketball. And I just think with, with, with basketball players, you want to play games. You, you want to play this good competition. You want to play games. You want to compete. Some, some might think it'd be a little bit different because of uh, 
the lack of fans that you may have, but, but I think once the ball is tipped, it's basketball, and, and you're trying to win a basketball game. Mitch? Conzo, um, you know, I, I know you all have been trying to, to find a, kind of one of these multi-team events ever since the Myrtle Beach tournament got moved, and there's been some some headaches there. I'm curious, uh, just how big of a challenge has that been, and why is that an important thing in your mind to add to the non-conference schedule? Well, I think you play against a different opponent, um, and in most cases, you, you, you like to be um, Florida, different places where it's hot this time of year. But uh, I, I like to think we're finalizing uh, to play in Connecticut at the Mohegan uh, Sun. And I think it's Boston College right now in um, Oregon. I just think it's a matter of uh, signing contracts and getting that done. But the difficult part, I, I think it had more to do with COVID than anything. Uh, and, and some conferences not allowing the teams to play in certain tournaments. So then you, you're scrambling. I think the warning, uh, there were a lot of teams scheduled to play in Orlando. And then I just think with, with their testing policies, a lot of teams backed out of that. So they just shut Orlando down. So we were just trying to find tournaments. We thought we had some in South Dakota, but that didn't work out. So now we are in Connecticut. And I think, I think this will be, I think this should be, this should be it for us. Joel? Hey, Connor, how's it going? All right, how you doing? Good, good. Uh, so banking off of Mitch's question and uh, talking about MCEs, uh, how do you feel? Because I know Boston College is the first team you would play when you get down to Mohegan Sun, and they actually have another tournament they're going to be involved in at Mohegan Sun about a week or so before then. How do you feel giving teams, you know, traveling here and forth or playing other programs that are traveling back and forth before you get to see them? Well, uh, it, for, for us, it, does, it doesn't necessarily matter because we'll play games uh, before we get there. Uh, and, I, and I think what happens when when teams play games, you get a chance to have some type of film study because if not, all you're going off based on what they did is easy to go. And sometimes teams make changes or adjustments, especially to their rules. And so it's always good to have some, some game footage just to give yourself a game plan going into the game, though probably 75, 80% of what we do is what we do. Uh, but you always want to have an understanding of the teams that you're going against. Uh, yeah, so we, we'll see. But, I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. I, 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 honestly, I guess what I'm really alluding to is do you feel like there, it poses any risks to COVID given the amount of teams oh, that are going into the tournament before you get there and while you're there? No, I, I, don't, I don't worry about that just because of the testing policies. And, and, and I think COVID is real and we're not running from the, the, the realities of COVID. We just have to make sure we're doing the necessary things to prepare ourselves to play in games and make sure our guys are healthy. And I imagine Boston College is doing the same thing in, in the COVID. Uh, we, we spent a lot of time talking to the people that run the Mohegan about their policies and making sure that their protocols are in line with at least with the SEC because if not, we wouldn't play in the tournament. In addition to that, you know, multi-team event, could we see more games added to, to the non-con schedule at this point? If uh, I think if you lose some, I think if we, if we lose some, we got we have a window. Because the key is two things: you, you you have to lose some, and you feel like you can't get them back, and then you have to have a window to make that game up. Uh, and, I, and I think if there was anything made up. It might be a team closer in proximity to where we are on this campus as opposed to trying to get on a plane to go play somebody. So I think that that would be just trying to get somebody to say, okay, can we can we make this work? And if, 
that party can make it work, then you might see a game. Yes. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our production staff of Derek Donovan, Randy Mason, Beth Welsh, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. Links to stories about KU, K-State, and Missouri basketball can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, we got another deal for you, especially for those who want to deep dive into the Stars' terrific Chiefs coverage. For a limited time, you can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. After three months, it auto-renews at $5.99 a month unless you cancel it. How do you get it? Go to kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. That's kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. Do you want more than just sports coverage? I know I do. Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports news, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports, and business coverage with the e-edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. And that's a lot of dots and dashes. So if you're having trouble hunting down any of these offers, send me an email, bkirkoff at kcstar.com, and I'll get you to the right place. Whether it's the sports pass or the full subscription, you're getting in supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. Mm-hmm.